your body is 60% water and fuck, I'm thirsty. Oh, God, that's <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> Welcome back, guys. Tasha, you're away last podcast. How did you think we went interviewing Zoe? Have you listened to it? No, I haven't actually. Only only because (laughs) I was going to listen to it on our road trip, but we didn't get to our road trip. So I do need to listen to it. That was an editing phase. That's no excuse. Sorry. Hey, you got a lot of fucking raps in that podcast. <laughs> Wait, I need to listen. Yeah, yeah. We basically spoke about spoke about you eighty percent of the time. <laughs> Pretty much, Zoe <laughs> was like devoted that you weren't. Yeah, here. <laughs> Zoe was like she'll start a new podcast with you two. Like a new podcast. We rip it up. Rip it new, up. New, new podcasts are the rage. You wouldn't be as funny as me and Holly. No, we definitely wouldn't. It would be very more and serious. It, yeah, it'd be very boring without hobby horsing and kinky books. Sammy, I want to kick off today by eating my words and apologizing to you. I love this. What for? So we put up a poll about oh, whether I actually, you, oh, I know. Yeah. I so I we know. put up a poll. Mm-hmm. And on the last podcast, we said to you, you have to stop saying I've read a book when you haven't, you've listened to it. So we mm-hmm. said, can mm-hmm. you say you've read a book if you've listened to it? Now, most of our readers have actually agreed that no, reading is reading. Mm-hmm. And so that's 58%, but 42% say yes, it's the same. But where I'm eating my words is I never actually looked at it in this way. So I've got a couple of comments that came through with it, which was really quite interesting. And now I've lost it. Here we go. So the first one says, in my, my, the opinions I have read on this, some people can't physically read disability blind eye problems. So audible is the only way they're able to. So basically it's being inclusive. So I do agree on that, but you could still say I listened to it because. Mm-hmm. You didn't read it. Yeah. You're still consuming all that information. Yeah, but you're not reading it. No. Yeah, okay, but this sorry. is the That's one that, so mm-hmm. last night my kids, they have to read between 7.30 and 8, mm-hmm. and Harley was cracking it. Apparently at school they've been on like the school version of Audible or whatever and have been listening to books. And I said, no, it's not the same. You need to learn to read a book like that's better for you. I was also wrong about this. We got this message. As an English teacher's point of view, yes, is classed as reading because listening comprehension is actually more challenging than reading comprehension and listening is actually under the skills bracket of reading. So most of it, they do agree that you have to say you listen to it, but I thought they were two really good facts that I actually never took into consideration when thinking Mm. about it. My kids and I were having this conversation the other day. I think I was actually texting you, Tash, and I put LOL at the end of the thing. And they said, did you really laugh out loud, Mum? Knowing very well I didn't. I said, no, but it's like a common courtesy thing, like you put LOL. And then we started to think about it, and I've heard it somewhere as well, but there needs to be like maybe we need to start like we're overusing laugh we out loud. We need to dull it down. No, yeah. I actually do whenever I use LOL. Lol. I, I, I do actually. So there was one that we heard somewhere and it's SSTS. Slightly smiled then stopped. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I can't keep up. <laughs> and Man, then, I'm and so there's old. another one. It's like maybe and then CL. Courtesy laugh. Oh my god! <laughs> so Don't like, because if you send me any of them, I'm going to be like, "What? Did you? What does this, this actually mean?" <laughs> so no, we heard the SSTS of something. Something brought it up. Must have been like we must be listening to the from radio your kids, or something. Though. This yeah, is from yeah. your kids. And then I made up the courtesy laugh one, and then we started going through. So I would love followers to come up with the most classic words instead of LOL. What you use because when you think about it, we do overuse LOL, right? So there's got to be new ones. So I'm going to start sending instead of LOL, SSTS, slightly smiled, then stopped. Oh, my God, don't. I am. And I'm going to start. So (laughs) I want someone to comment. I'll put it it up as a little snippet of who has the best line of something we can use and maybe we just start. But in speaking of things that kids make (laughs) up at the moment. (laughs) Yeah, you keep that conversation going. So, Tash and I have learned about a new word recently. I don't know if you know this. Do you know what a riz is? A riz? Yeah. Mm. We're not talking about jizz because that's what we thought. Well, I love how that's the first thing you think of, but no, no, no. Do you know what a rizzler is? (laughs) Is that a lolly? (laughs) No. So a riz is like the young version of a pickup line. So our kids, it's at the moment our kids are coming home with these so pickup kid, lines. So just so everyone um, is aware, your kids are still not at the age they should be not, saying this. Yeah, but should not be using. So my lines. eldest child <laughs> is five. So Cooper. So my eldest mm-hmm. is eleven. Yep. And last year primary Holly's school is ten. Mm-hmm. So. They definitely shouldn't be using these pickup lines. But in saying that, <laughs> they don't know what half of them mean. Oh, no. No, they do. We had this discussion. <laughs> but, and this goes into another discussion after it. So these are some of the ones Oh, that, my God, you're actually going to tell them? Oh, yeah. Are you actually going to tell them? I'm not going to say who they came from. So I'll actually tell the Santa one because okay. that's oh, not on that list. Okay, yeah. So... Uh, no, oh, do you want to do them ones first? No, no, do the Santa one. That's the best. So, I, can't I don't know if I want my children to grow up. <laughs> this, isn't you really, don't. this isn't really a pickup line. It was just in that whole conversation. Okay. Um, but Coop comes down the hallway the other day and he goes, Oi, Mum, why is Santa's sack so big? Because he only comes once a year. <laughs> So, so they just keep getting worse. Like that's a ready? that's a dad joke. Yeah, ready? <laughs> that's not a pickup line. That is a dad ready for joke. the next one, Sammy. Okay, see if yep. you find this one sexy. Are you a guitar? Because I want to play with you and see what noise you make. I thought. Okay. All right. I've heard that before <laughs> from an adult. Hey, Sammy. From hey, an Sammy. Year old. Not from hey, Sammy. Are you a bus driver? Because I want to fill you with kids. <laughs> These are dad jokes. <laughs> what was another one you sent me? The These other kids night? are not original. Um, they're just rebranded. Oh, no, I'm not. They, they're, they're, I'm not Spider Man, but I can still shoot white stuff. <laughs> flip, okay, flip this coin. Mama's got fifty firm fifty chance of getting some tail tonight. <laughs> are you Are you from Asia? Because I can totally see myself in Japantes. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Your Sammy's kids. like, enough. 
<laughs> They're not original. They've just rebranded the dad joke. Yeah. They've just rebranded dad jokes to Riz, which well, is, that makes me really concerned for these kids <laughs> of that are coming through the ranks. No, but some of them are so bad, but they don't know what they are. And then it's like the awkward moment of like, I'm just wondering if they've heard dads do dad jokes a little bit too much and then it's just been filtered down and now (laughs) it's running rampant through schools. They've got a new name, Riz. Hey, Sammy, do you like soccer? Yes. My favourite player is Ronaldo, but we can get messy. I don't get it. Because she doesn't watch soccer. (laughs) Messi is a player. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't watch soccer, so I'm a league girl. That was a fail. That was a fail. That one was a fail. What was the one you called me about, Tash? So this goes into my next conversation before she says it. I'm ready for this conversation to be over. It's funny. But I think... My family and Tasha's family are way too comfortable with each other in life now. Mm-hmm. Like, so she calls me in hysterics. I'm in the bath. I yep. answer a phone call and I said, oh, it's like specifically time. said, no, like specifically said, I was like, oh, I'm in the bath. Yeah. Yep. And she goes, oh, I thought she was just in the toilet. That's why it was echoing. I said, no, no, I'm in the bath. Anyway, she starts to tell me the riz and then she puts on, oh, hang on, Chris, her husband, wants to talk to me. <laughs> so you're passing the phone to your husband to tell me a pickup line why I'm naked in a bath. And then, and, and then, he did not flinch at all. Like he was just like, we nagel, we nagel, listen to this one. And then he's, and then they're like, hey, Kato, tell Holly what you said about it. And I'm like, you fucked up, Griffins. I said, I just, this is getting way too comfortable. I was like, and she's like, the funniest part in, none of them flinched. None of them were even no. remotely worried that you were having a bath and we were all talking to you, you on the like family group. Extended groups. family members. Yeah. Oh That's my it. gosh. I was yeah. like, this is when you get, you're too like, comfortable. Too comfortable. You're too comfortable. That's all. Next it is. minute, we'll be walking in on you. But that's so. That's my little thing. So rizzes. Ask your kids about rizzes and thank or don't thank us later. But yes, clearly, social media and our kids going to school is really rubbing off. Um, I think it's even just more funny hearing because it. they come I, from our ten and eleven year old kids. Yeah, that shouldn't. Mm. Not know what cum is to start with. So, and most of them and seem so to be about I, filling them up. Yeah. Like, and so that's after Coop told the Spider-Man one to me. Yeah. I was like, dude, you don't even actually understand the joke. And he's like, well, actually, mum, I do. <laughs> 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 cum happens when you ejaculate. And I was oh, like, at least he's what using correct the word. heck? And then I was like, this is all you, Christopher. <laughs> you need to deal with this. <laughs> well, mine have both learnt a lot lately because we decided to introduce jackass to the kids. So I'm a really top parent. <laughs> I blame Rob. <laughs> so we watched almost two movies of jackass, so they definitely know the meaning of a fair few things now. My favourite line all the time is like, I am seriously failing as a parent. Mm-hmm. All the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you're not saying that at least every couple of days, uh, you were even a parent? Well. Mm. Um, I did see, too, um, someone had posted something about if parenting is not hard, are you parenting? Or the saying, yeah. if you're worried about failing as a parent, you yeah. are, you're obviously a good parent because shit parents oh, wouldn't worry about too. failing. Mm. Yep, yep. 
That's what I was going to say. Can I just say a mum hack for someone that lives on acreage? Is it as good as the air fryer hack? Well, I don't know. <laughs> See my one last night? That was good, good actually. It was good. very yum. Okay. So give us your hack. Oh, I thought this is, well, it's actually not my hack. I stole it from a friend. But mm-hmm. she told me about it. She So she's gone from like rural and she's coming to suburbia. Mm-hmm. So her, and I thought this was genius. So she goes, when she moved here, she went to an, I, Probably fudge up the story a little bit, but anyway. So she go. She went around to her neighbours and introduced herself and she said, look, I just wanted to let you know that I do a lot of motivational speaking in mornings and most a lot of my motivational speaking is done on school days. So instead of yelling, she's like, I'm just motivational speaking to the, to the kids. And I was like, that is fucking genius. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, you motivational speak with your kids of a morning. Mate, you fucking mo- motivational speak. <laughs> you motivation it's still the same thing you weirdos it's just when you say it but I was just love it how she said it to her neighbors I was like that is gold Sammy girl this is what we were I knew there was something we needed to start this podcast about ooh, ooh, ooh. all right show it to the camera baby everyone wanted me to tap the microphone with the, <laughs> maybe like two people though but that's everyone you can zoom in if you want winner winner chicken dinner I won I won you won what? So I didn't win Games Day. So this is what confused me because mm, I there's two winners. You've got the Games Day winner, which is the ridiculously hard workout, and then you've got the series winner, which is the long game. So what game. was the one you won? Games Day. Games oh, Day. Okay. Tash won Games. Fucking sick. No. <laughs> so fucking I'm pretty sure um Zoe said you were actually so really. modest and humble last podcast. So, so sorry, Sammy. I've go. had people ask why I won this. And <laughs> sorry. But I missed too. I missed the speech. So I oh. um I don't know all the reasons unless Tash remembers and she wants to redo Zoe's speech for me. But I'm going to go off on a women's say it's for hard work and just. No, I thought it was for your overall skin. results, though, yeah. too, and Sammy. Yeah. Yeah. And my. Don't I, lower the <laughs> excitement of it, Sammy. And this then is my amazing. mindset. The other thing is, and our podcast with Zoe really helped as well. I feel like I've just had a very big mental shift lately with exercise. And, and it was like this when I started exercising last year. Because I went from like not exercising for five years straight to exercising four to five or three to four, three to five times a week. It's not motivation. It's like routine. I, yeah, it's like part of my routine. I do it because it makes me feel good yeah. in my mind. And yes, it makes my body feel good, but it's more for my mind. But now I am liking pushing myself fitness wise a lot more than what I previously did. How many chin ups are you up to? I can almost do six. Woohoo! The six ones a bit, how you going? Hey, still a chin up. <laughs> but yeah, definitely since the podcast with Zoe, I feel like something shifted and it, it came down to what she said with your mind will give up before your body. So actually one of the things was, so a book I had previously spoken about in another episode called A Little Life, it, very devastating book, very sad, very big book around mental health, but I finished it the day 
Fit Stop did their Are You Okay Day oh. with this um, with the bike and the run. the run. Anyway, I went down in the afternoon to do my part. Anyway, I just started running and I did not stop. So I did 24 laps of that block. Really? Before. I struggled to do one. Before I had a break. And, amazing. and the thing is, I didn't have any AirPods in. I didn't have my Apple Watch. I was just running with nothing. And I just kept going. How long <laughs> going? How long is that one lap around? Just over 500 meters. Wow. Mm, and the furthest I'd run before that was the 10 kilometers. But, but in the back of my mind, I had like what Zoe had said, like your mind will give up. But yeah, something shifted once Zoe had said that. And I've kind of been, yeah plodding along ever since That's awesome and then mindset winner winner chicken dinner no couldn't believe it and you know what I reckon I'm working harder now than what I was in the series like I'm pushing myself harder are you now. worried Every- Zoe's gonna take it off you no she won't uh, if she um <laughs> it's in behind it's no, in our safe my neck my next thing is I would love to win a games day yeah I would love to because no one I don't think anyone's won both yet oh I don't know if anyone's won a series and a games day no Hello. No. But that's a goal. I would like to be the first person to you do just have that. to that's like very big. You might have to just like knock over Beck Graham first. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Before, yeah. See which one she's away from. Catching for. Kyra. Oh yeah. Yeah, she knows it. Hope you're scared, Kyra. Congratulations. We are so bloody proud of you. I'm proud of me. Well deserved. So officially I'm the only one without a fit stop medal. I guess that means I've got to actually go to the gym. So actually someone (laughs) the other. Remember how fun it is and all. I know. Even if you don't go to exercise, just just go to talk to people. Yeah. You know, someone asked me yesterday. Or dance in front of everyone. Or dance everyone in front of everyone. Someone asked me, not yesterday, the day before, how do you have a podcast when you don't even go to the gym? Did you want to um, pull up your message from Zoe that she sent you? Did you want to read that one out? Yeah, you've probably seen it on her Instagram, but because I have had school holidays off, I've been so fucking busy. And something I love about our gym that we go to is it's very personalised. So our, where is it? You haven't been in a while. You'll get a little message to check in on you. Yeah, but it's not just a generic one, which I think (laughs) probably a lot of places are. Hang on. So this was my message from our gym. Hey, Hole, I hope you are surviving school holidays. Just touching base to let you know that we are missing your very special dance moves and cheeky grin at, in at FitStop. For the benefit of hobby horse training, it would be in your best interest to get that body into FitStop and moving. See you soon, cowgirl. <laughs> I was oh. like, I've never been more motivated in my life than when I got <laughs> go that back. message. Yeah. I was like, that was like, I was like, personalized, first of all. That is amazing. And I just laughed so hard. And that, again, is a big, you know, thing for the gym we go to because they do make you feel like you're the only one. So hats off again to them. But, yes, pretty funny. Sammy, you've got something to tell us and apparently it's going to make us cry. Okay. I've got something to share, to read with you. So as everyone knows, we always chat about our kids and we probably complain about them a lot, as all parents do. But I have seen this before and it came up on Facebook and I thought I would share it because every time I've heard it, it really, it just resonates. So this is a poem by a lovely lady called Jess Ulrich. I think that's how you say her last name. And 
It's a poem called Dear Husband. There's a life in the future with little faces in photo frames instead of before our eyes. And artwork and ABC magnets won't adorn our fridge. There's a bed big enough where little elbows and knees won't prod us in our sleep and only four feet will swing out in the morning. There's a vase placed in reach of little arms because there aren't any and mugs will daringly sit on the edge of the table. There's a bank balance that looks a bit more forgiving and a bag I leave with that isn't overflowing. There's a free calendar that isn't packed with swimming lessons, dance classes and muddy sports shoes. And we'll get to know each other for a third time, before them, with them, and then when only two jackets hang at the door. There's a clean car. The only noise is the hum of the radio. There will be no endless questions in high-pitched voice, in a high-pitched voice from the back seat. There may even be days we don't hear from them at all. There's a date night with no curfew. My mum's not needed for babysitting and we aren't sleeping with one eye open, waiting for the shuffle of feet down the hallway. A type of freedom that feels heavy. There's a house that's clean. Maybe our couch is new, and we aren't stepping on Lego or toy cars either. In fact, there's not much colour anywhere. Remember how it came with so much happiness. There's a dinner table that feels big. We aren't negotiating bites of vegetables or wiping little hands and mouths, but sometimes there's a knock on the door and the table is full once more. There's a shower that doesn't sound like baby cries, a coffee that is warm and my body will be my own. We won't wear tired the same way, but time will have aged us anyway. There will be hard moments to come that will make these moments look easy, but we'll remember. We'll remember the first words, the curls, the I love yous, the moments we almost broke, and how we held each other through it all. There's a life in the future and it's coming for us. So let's get swept up in the beautiful chaos in front of us. Let's make the future wait a little longer because I love this life with you so much, this one right now. So yeah, that's you did called. It without I know. I practiced. I practiced a lot. So it's called "Dear Husband." There's only a couple of days a week. I've got to take the girls with me to do pickup, and those two days on edge because Chloe and Charlotte have zero road sense. No matter how much we try and teach them. Um, so talking about mm. road sense, they also don't have cliff. Sense. <laughs> oh my gosh, who's it? They, yeah. yeah. So we were at Nippers the other day. They l- literally live life on the edge. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, let's just back away from the edge just a little bit. And she was getting like real antsy because I was touching her. And I was like, Sammy, she's going to fall down the cliff. <laughs> Sometimes you'll let her go. <laughs> No, Chloe will at least do it two or three more times. So before we go into Tasha's tip, can we just talk about, I want to talk about something and I know Tasha's stance on it and my stance, but I want to know your Sammy, the stigma around Botox. Mm. I've had it and love it. 
So are you openly, obviously, you, yeah, you can't tell it. I've had it right now. I but um, it. I haven't had it in quite a while. But do you, like, you know how, like, you used to be such a big stigma about no one was to mm. know you had it? Like, and then I, the first time I got it, I mean, my sister-in-law's an injector, so I guess I just was... Forced into it, forced, really. <laughs> forced into it and forced into being her, like, mm. face for it when she started. But, like, I just didn't care. Like, I was yeah. like, yeah, for sure, put it on the page. Like, it's supporting your page. I Like, who gives a shit? Everyone mm. does it. But I think there's still this little bit of a stigma around the fact of people worrying that they don't want anyone to know they've I had it. I also think there's, for people that, I guess, aren't educated on it. They get very confused between Botox and fillers and just kind of put a stereotype on you and think because you've had it done once or twice that you're automatically going to go too far with it and look fake. Ridiculous. Yeah. And yes, there are like a lot of people that go too far with it and don't look natural. And then I can only, like, I've had it and it's, I loved I love what it. it, like, I loved what it did. So if you haven't had, like, I have had Botox before and I've had, I had my lips done over a year and a half ago. I do actually get really annoyed when people say things like, oh, you're so fake and, Comments like that because injecting something into your body, as bad as that sounds, but injecting <laughs> something into your body like that doesn't change your personality. No. It's not changing who I am as a person. Yes, I feel more confident. I actually, when I did, like my the Botox that I did have has com- like it's worn off, but I would wear less makeup. I would mm-hmm. feel more confident. Your skin actually looks glow. better. Yeah, yeah, your skin looks better. I look happier. You, yeah, me too. You I know when I'm. Glow. I know when I'm due because Chris always says to me, "Why are you frowning?" And I'm like, <laughs> "This is just my normal face. This is my face." <laughs> yeah. Um. And I feel like. And I'll okay. I'll use an example. Um. With. My mum. So when I got my lips done, I knew my mum wouldn't be happy, but she said, Oh, did you get Botox in your lips? And I'm like, That doesn't work. No. You don't get, you don't get Botox in you know your so lips. You funny? get filler in your lips. And oh, they, oh talking about it. it. Let's see what she says. Hello, you're on those Gym Girls podcasts. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh. <laughs> Do you know what the funny thing is, is we're literally just talking about this stigma of Botox, like how people, yeah, people don't like it being mentioned. Should we have? um... Maybe you could be our special guest. (laughs) Anyway, my phone's not giving you speaker volume enough to listen to, so I've got to go. I'll give you a call after. Okay, <laughs> thanks, so, for, yes. thanks for being my injector. <laughs> so um, that was Tasha and my injector calling, <laughs> which is like, that's crazy. So random. Hey, so yeah, what are the chances? Yeah, basically I think there's a lack of information about it. There's a lack of, yeah, there's a lack of knowledge from people that don't really know. So I got that my first... I got my first Botox from a gift voucher that my yep. mum had actually got me. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, why not? I'm just going to go and give it a go. So forever and ever, I have suffered from really bad migraines. 
mm-hmm. was on preventative medication, was on very high dose pain medication when I would get them. And Botox was introduced for treatment of chronic migraines in yeah, 2000. Yeah. So I, the first time I got Botox, 100%, I got it for the image yep. to, you know, get rid of my wrinkles and to, you know, feel better about myself and all of that. I know when I am due for Botox, A, because Chris asks me why I'm frowning all the time, but B, because I'll get a migraine. Do you know what it was also used for originally? What? Cerebral palsy oh. for their muscles. So yeah. before it became an actual cosmetic, cosmetic, cosmetic use, it was actually, other than like migraines and stuff, it was actually originally used for cerebral palsy to help with their muscles. So that's oh, what wow. it was um, in, that was in the 1980s. Um, and so another chick that I was talking to as well, I won't name her just in case she doesn't want to be mentioned because of the stigma, mm-hmm. but she grinds her teeth mm. really, really bad. And she was saying that ever since moving to Yapoon, like she's been looking for a good injector, but she didn't want to publicize it and say, hey, I'm looking for an injector because she didn't want to have that. Yeah. I guess stigma attached to her. She said 100% she gets it everywhere else, but she also, or her gets primary is to relax her jaw muscles because she grinds mm. her teeth so bad. I just get it for the cosmetics looks. And the other, <laughs> the other thing is. You don't look like you have a resting bitch face. That's what That's Dash me. gets. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Everyone's like, oh, you look really happy. <laughs> Except my injector is also my sister-in-law. So when she sees me, she's like, like I'm due now. And she's like. Uh, you cannot be seen in public like that as my ambassador. <laughs> um, so when after she got me, I've got really, really strong crow's feet. Mm-hmm. And when mine started to wear off, I seen her in the school car park and she was like, um, you need to do something about this. <laughs> yep. I, um, I have crow's feet as well and... Laugh lines. Are they called crow's feet? Is that because there's like little lines and crows have like, wouldn't it just be like seagull feet? Maybe bring up a picture of a crow's foot. Yeah. Okay. Keep talking while I'm bringing up. No, I I think it's because uh, my cheeks are so big and high. But I would always put cream and all of that prior. And then the, I'll never forget the first time I got it. And yeah, within the week, that being smooth and I could smile Mm. and then that area of my face was smooth. I was so close to crying because I was like, who would have known it would be that easy? Yeah. I. Oh, yeah. Oh, now I get the crow's feet. (laughs) (laughs) The similarity is uncanny. (laughs) Oh, it turned off again. All right. Anyway, so apparently. I do want to speak about the stigma of something else. Ah, oh, good. Hang on. I've got an itchy foot. Okay. And it looks like I'm scratching were, my bench. I, I 100% yeah. thought you were doing your vagina. <laughs> <laughs> your vagina. Your vagina. Vagina. <laughs> so um, another thing with, oh, I actually know, this isn't necessarily a, like stigma, but when people, I think they give you comments, but they don't realise what they're saying actually like hurts your feelings a little bit. Mm. So I started exercising over a year ago now and over that time I have lost over a bit over 15, 16 kilos and 
I would say right now I like feel strong and I want to say I look strong. Like I'm starting to get some definition on my arms, but I still get the comments of, oh, you look so skinny. And yes, it. I guess it's nice to be skinnier, but I actually get really annoyed now when people are like, oh, you look so skinny. And it's like, no, like, why can't you say I look so strong? Still How like good are before same? and after photos? Even if you're not showing anyone, it's just for yourself. I know, but you know what the hardest thing is, is taking them initially. Mm, so yeah. you know how much weight I had put on mm. and I was like, you know, because I knew that I was going to lose weight. Like I yeah, was yeah. like, this is going to be it. Yeah. And I took before photos and I was like, oh, my fucking God, this is disgusting and just deleted. Oh. I've only got like those one or two before photos of me. Well, do you know there's a trick with your iPhone, right? So you don't have to see them. No. So when you click on a photo and then you go to the like little corner button like you're going to mm. send it, go right down. This is a this is a little iPhone hack for everyone. Before and after photos, if you don't like looking at them but you want to keep them, mm. what you can actually do is you click on the photo and you can like sh- as if you're gonna share it. Sorry, no, not if you're gonna share it. Press the three little buttons in the side oh. at the top. Yeah. And then you'll see a hide. Ah. So that hides but also locks the photo. So then you won't see it. And if you go into your albums now, you can find your hidden album, which doesn't come up with a preview, and you have to put your code in to open it and see it. So I do that with all my kids' Christmas and birthday presents. I'm a visual person, so I take photos of the presents. I put them in my hidden thing. It's locked, and it's just in your normal iPhone photos Mm, it's really cool and it takes it out because you know how when you put photos into albums it still stays in your main one it's just also in your album so the hidden one actually hides it so it's just a good idea if you hate opening up i wish that i knew that two years ago thanks mate no worries i'm glad i could help you two years later (laughs) 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 i'm a wealth of knowledge just out of date has just got another stigma that um, she wants to yeah, talk about. Yeah, I was just saying, I think too there's a lot of stigma around people that have had lap band surgery mm. or, you know, the tie or whatever. But I feel like if you are at that point where you can't physically do stuff because you are mm. so overweight and you can't control your diet and you're in that much of a rush – I don't know why people are so embarrassed to say think, that they've had it done. I yeah. think it's because people put the comments out there of, oh, that's the easy way out. Or they're you cheating. Che- or, you're cheating. You know, you yeah. took the easy Pretty sure way the cost out. isn't cheating. Like I think no. you've obviously tried other things I, before um, it. I know, a, I know a couple of people that have had it done and it's not cheating. It's And, see, some people have to do it. Me- like for medical reasons, mm. they don't actually have a choice. There are medical reasons why they need to get it done. And also it's a surgery that affects the rest of their, their life. life yeah. I remember um, like back years ago when I used to work in the bank, one of the other tellers there, she had, her husband had had it and she would she was telling us about when they would go out to dinner, like ordering meals and things like that isn't easy because mm. he like, so have restricted a f- to yeah. what they can eat the physical size of something whereas they've got to try and get that many nutrients in such a small in a, such portion. a small portion mm. because otherwise like it's going to be 
Yeah, but damn, it, but damn, how is that like an easy way out? Yeah, because you've got to do it. But damn, it's so great to go out with a friend that um, mm. is it. I have this one friend I won't mention in case she doesn't want to be, you know, the said, stigma again. Stigma, the stigma. It. She always has this thing. So when we go out to dinner, she's like, "I swear you only ever buy an entree because you know you're going to get half of my food." Like, because she's like, so I always just finish her food off. So I save money by just eating the rest of her mm. dinner because she can't eat that much. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking great. Good. But I have another friend that actually I, I know about four or five people with them and um, one of them, she like had a drink and food and then she, because there was too much in her tummy, made her vomit. Yeah. And so I don't think that, like you're saying, it isn't yeah. sometimes, it's not the easy way out. They've got to that point they needed to do it. Mm. So let's get off the bandwagon of stigmas because mm. Each to your own, and people do what they need to do to yeah. be better in themselves, or feel yeah. better, or medically better. Yeah, and just worry about yourself. Yeah, I think. Yeah, stop worrying about what everyone else is doing. And the other thing is, like, if you can stop, if you want to, you know, change the way your body looks and all of that, like we've spoken about before, don't make your body image your goal. Make mm it a goal whether it's for your mind like you want your mind to feel better um if you want to have more focus like I was explaining to my mum after I'll do a gym session and for 20 minutes after it gives me the same result as what ADHD medication will give for about 20 minutes and then it's gone or focus on like for your strength or if you want to do a competition and the body aspect, the it physique aspect. That's what you always say, don't yeah. aim on It'll the come. Yeah. 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 So I'm yeah. very big of getting myself down. You've probably seen it on Instagram, but we'll just quickly talk about it now as well. So I'm one since I had my kids um, and I think we talked about a little bit of this in one of the earlier podcasts, but being very mine in the social media thinking mm. I was failing as a parent mm. and my husband told me to get off. I'm not going to re-go into that because we've talked about it before. But I've never really been able to, you know, change my mindset on those type of pages. And I come across, I don't know who it was that it made me think it, but it was someone had said it. And ever since then, I've been looking at them differently. So instead of going to the mindset of, fuck, they're perfect, like, I don't do that, I don't do that, I don't do this, I'm failing, I'm inadequate, you know, my kids deserve better, all the rest. And I know that's just looking through showreels, but what I've now taken upon myself is to look into the tips I think that are great and I usable so I could use them mm. and I take them on board but also being happy for that parent that mum who's got their shit together who is doing it putting the content out there that can help people I mean there's definitely toxic pages but they say sometimes when we follow a lot of toxic mum pages in the way of negativity of parenting we then tend to go down the negativity road so to say like I know we bitch and moan about our kids but we'll also say the positives and all the rest mm. but if you can find positive people to follow it actually does your mind better it gives you something to aspire to but you can always take little things from different people yeah and I think that's a huge thing as a way of looking at those pages nowadays and there's nothing wrong with doing a little social media cull like if you're finding like you can't take yourself away from social media like if you can't delete the app because you know you'll just re-download it 
cull a lot of the pages you follow. Yeah, yeah. but in saying that too, whole that, the, like words and stuff that you were just saying is like, you know, thinking that they've got their shit together. No one has their shit together. No, it's a, it's a show and, reel. you know, like, you know, oh, and they're perfect. No one, no one. It doesn't matter mm-hmm. how much you want to portray that you have your shit together and that you live this perfect life and all of this. Yeah. Everyone is exactly the same. Like I've said to you so many times, your shit that you're going through, you think you're the only one that's going through it and you're so hard done by and all of that, but every single person is going through the same shit. Yeah, definitely. Or something similar or something on their own or... and It's just that whether they want to share it or not or they just want to share the positive stuff or if they want to be real about it. But that's what I mean about not taking the pages... At face value, yeah. if that's their only thing, but I yeah. definitely think those pages now I look at and yeah. do take tips and yeah, do the positive things. Yeah, but try not and implement them. Yeah, to help me, but without like a lot of things don't work. Like fuck trying. I tried to get up at five a.m. this morning. That ain't happening, mate. I try gentle parenting every day. <laughs> <laughs> me too. Lasts about ten minutes. <laughs> Sometimes oh, I'm a fun parent. Like five. Five to six times a week. See that little speaker up there on the shelf? Yeah. Yep. We have a little dance part. Well, we don't have a dance party, but I we normally have music like blaring every morning. Taj, you were going to give us a tip for the day about self-care. Yeah. I um it's really not fitness related, but I think just in the last couple of weeks that I've had and again going back to that of everyone's got shit going on is just finding whether it's five minutes or half an hour or an hour to yourself just to chill out and reset because I feel like when I don't I am a crazy person you know you're constantly at your kids you're constantly snapping at your husband yeah you know you're on edge and you feel like I don't know you're not the, the best version, of, version yourself. of yourself. So as we all know, running is one thing that resets me, <laughs> but I haven't been able to do it. So I feel like I've been, you know, super edgy and super crazy the last couple of weeks. So I don't know, I feel like find something that you like to do and do it, whether it's for five minutes Whatever you can grab, really, I think. You know, you were talking about having a shower and resetting. Mm. If that's going to be the only thing that you can grab onto, then that's what you got to do to make it work. Just to, I don't know, chill out and regather yourself so you're not a crazy person. Mm. Yeah. I've got to do that because I'm a bit of a crazy person at the moment. Mm, Me too. And, again, you know, like it's easy to say but – I don't know, if you're mindful of the way that you are behaving, then I think it becomes a lot easier to go, no, it is actually time that I need to do it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, It's when you can't identify those traits that I guess it becomes more and more toxic. But, you know, if you know that you're not acting the way that you want to be acting and you know that things are getting a little bit crazy then you do need to make the time do you know when i'm making the time (laughs) when next week (laughs) my husband's too busy at work to come with me so i get a night in brisbane on my own 
but I have to have a colonoscopy. <laughs> Who cares, mate? I'd book in for a colonoscopy too if I could have the night to mm. myself. No. So th- that, like, I'll have to go down on the Thursday, shit all day. Mm. And I like, know that prep is yeah. in peace, though. Oh, it's not peace, mate. It's the devil. I've done. I've only <laughs> I'll done ring that. Ya. We can have a chat. On no, the my phone. fucking ring will be ringing. Trust me. <laughs> it doesn't. No, see, I've done. What's Just, it, that pico prep? Is that that's what it's called? Yeah. I um. I've done it every once. I do it once a year. I've only done Just it once in my life. Spicy. But I definitely could think of way better ways to have a one night staycation mm. away from mm. like on my Just own. Just set but. up the iPad, watch a TV show, or you could listen to an audiobook and shit away. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway. Maybe try that. I've got lots of recommendations. Thanks. But my sister-in-law has taken the day off to pick me up because you have to have someone to pick you up. And I was like, fuck. So I messaged Renee, my best friend, because I was like, are you busy? And she's like, her hubby works away. And she's like, I am. And I was like, because there's like limited people that I would want to travel down with me and hear me shit all day. <laughs> First, I thought I had to have someone stay with me that Thursday night. And I was like, yeah, there's kind of a limit of people I want to hear me in the bathroom all day long. <laughs> and um, so I messaged Renee and she's like, isn't that great? That would have been our mum time away. And she goes, how times have changed. Like if we could go away and it was for, for you to shit yeah. all day long. But I'm fine to go down. I just have to have someone pick me up from because I would have been under. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So my sister-in-law's taken the day off and then we'll go have lunch and then at night time she'll drop me to the airport. But, um, yeah, so that's what I'll be doing. And and then I didn't think of this, but it's on Friday the 13th. Oh, wow. So I'm screwed. You'll be right, mate. Well, the poor, the poor people, they're going to look at something real spooky. Yep. <laughs> my asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Fools to them. <laughs> <laughs> I should just paint, get someone to paint like like wings or something, <laughs> like around the hole. <laughs> like put some little uh, googly eyes on so when they like turn like me they over. Stick on, they stick on googly eyes. <gasps> Man, that would be gold. I said to you girls earlier today before we started recording, just think of three things that you love right now anything I, I love coffee that's one yeah okay <laughs> you someone else can go no, no, coffee's one. great I don't know, three in a row uh, one is coffee it can be anything it can be people objects things that are coming up and whatever Ooh. Yeah, I actually am liking my morning coffee and writing my list of what I'm mm. going to do the day just mm-hmm. to set myself up. I guess I'm going to go yeah. love slash grateful to help you out a little bit more. Okay. Mine is definitely my kids mm-hmm. and the fact that they still want to talk to me and joke with me. So that's two for me. I love that my kids are outdoors at the moment a lot. And like last night, right up until it was dark, they were in the paddock chasing cows. They, I just love when they're getting along. Um, mm-hmm. and dangerous with the horns. Oh my god! Oh my gosh! Oh we already talked god. about this. Hang on, we'll talk about this next. No, no, wait, wait. We got to get through this three. Okay, so that's my number two. Okay, I really want you to get one more thing. Okay, that I'm still alive. Yep. My number three is which we'll cover in the next podcast. Okay. My number three is that even though I had a bad night last night with my laundry, I <laughs> turning that around as a positive mm-hmm. 
And I now have a clean laundry and a clean cupboard, which had become the cupboard I dreaded to clean. So <laughs> we had my, stupid ones, didn't we? No, no. It's it's a little exercise. Okay, I it's really up. hard when you yeah when you put so, on the spot. You're not put on the spot. My three things that I love slash grateful for. I'm going to do my kids and Tom. Very grateful. Love them. Audiobooks. <laughs> and then me. Oh. Yes. It shouldn't take you guys that long to well, say. Well, I did. I said I'm grateful that I'm still alive, mate. That's Yeah, but that's, that's because of the reason. Just let me finish, okay. please. Sorry. So Before you get on the defence. <laughs> it shouldn't take you guys that long to say you love yourself. Actually, it is hard to say that you love yourself, but what I'm like getting to is you're the one that's getting up. You're getting yourself up every day. You're getting up and doing the kids' stuff. You're getting them to school, their activities, to gym, to work. You need to be more grateful and give yourself more love for carrying, basically, you carrying you through this life. Wow. Do you know what, Sammy? Mm -hmm. You have been very, very motivational yeah, this told, podcast. I'm your just, mindset. Um, mindset. I, it's honestly, Zoe just, it's like when she was here, she flicked something and now. Maybe Zoe needs to permanently take <laughs> my spot. I'd love to know today. how many people don't, like if you did that, like we could even do it as a poll before this goes up and mm. see three things you're grateful for and just see how many people actually mention themselves. Oh, Tell story, this horn story. What oh, a, my God. So talking about educational things. Come to Holly Nagels. Come, on to, the, come to the farm and you will learn. Do we need to do an episode out no. there? No. Oh, yeah. yes. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were going to say something else. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Let's do and one at the farm. Let's do one at the farm. So do you know that cows. Here we go. Can have horns. Yeah. Not just bulls. Not just bulls. Or female ones. Yeah. So well, I always yeah, thought. I always thought it was males. Yes. No. No. There's the girl cows can also have horns. Now, all our cows are girls. And I told her that the other day. I was like, they're bulls. She's like, nope, that one had a baby. <laughs> There's just a little hot tip for everyone that didn't know. Not only bulls have horns, but so do cows. Yep. I think everyone listening is going to learn a lot about animals in this. So random. Notting and now female cows can have horns. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Can you elaborate why they have horns? No. No. Okay. We don't know any more than that. That's about it. All I know is I look <laughs> at some. You don't know any more. You've got to <laughs> you, look yeah, you've it got up. research so, that yourself. All I know is I look at some and go, man, when that dies, it's going to have the perfect skull. It's Except for that one that's got the bung horn. <laughs> <laughs> the mum cow's got a bung horn, but the other one's a beautiful It's like going into with... its face and I was like, what is wrong with that one's horn? It's like this. What sort of cows are they? I don't know, brown ones. With horns. <laughs> so we have one skull and like I did like the cleanup of a skull and it's up in our thing, but because you obviously have to shoot the cows to kill it. So I just have succulents in the, the bullet holes. So you can't actually see <laughs> the um, bullet holes. <laughs> they were killed how they're meant to and kill. And on the next series of those gym girls, <laughs> we're going to learn all about life well i hope you enjoyed this episode let us know 
your words. I really want to know. I'll put it out when this podcast goes up. So instead of we're overusing LOL, we need to come up with some originals. All All right. right. We'll see you on the next podcast. (laughs) Bye. Bye.